Taylor. Yeah. Do you know who that is? I feel confused. We're in the 90s now. Because I know we're in the 90s. And so I was a child. Mm -hmm. So like I remember that song from my childhood, but I was like five when it came out. And so like I had no sense of who was singing things. You know, I think you nailed the year and I have a specific reason why. Okay. So you were born in 86, right? 87. Okay. No, still, I think this is right. Okay. Um, so it was Brian Adams. Yes, yeah. The song, of course, had its own life, which right. was Stardom. I bet it was number one on the charts or something. Uh-huh. But uh, there was a movie that it was on that came out in 92 that it was oh. part of the reason I included it. Because yeah. I don't actually like that song that much. It's oh. not one of my favorite love songs. But it was on the movie Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. So and Dances with Wolves won Best Picture in 91, I think. Yeah. And then Robin Hood came out in 92, and he was my favorite actor, Kevin Costner. That's fun. Yeah. Still kind of is. Yeah. He's up there. Anyhow, um, he um, he did Robin Hood, which is my favorite cartoon, and then it was a real-life picture with Alan Rickman, Severus Snape. Yeah. Very good cartoon yeah. and a good movie. Yeah. And so, Both were good. You, yeah. Plus, you should like that message, robbing the rich to feed the poor. Yeah. That's very socialist. Very socialist of me. I'm going to hit pause here. I'm not convinced my mic is picking up. Okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently my microphone is doing its job. Yeah. Great so, job. Great job to your microphone. Brian I, Adams. Are there people who don't think Robin Hood is the good guy in those movies? Or like in the story in general? No. What did I say that left that open to interpretation? Well, you just said like, of course you like that movie because... Oh, no. Because socialism. Right, yeah. So you're just saying that's why I would like that. Yeah. Movie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you were implying like there are people who are like, the Robin Hood is a pet. No, no, bad. no. I don't think that. There's been a couple Robin Hood remakes. I think Russell Crowe did one. And I think there was one more. Hmm. I didn't see those. I've seen a few like twists on it. You know what I mean? Where like yeah. Robin Hood is a woman or okay. Robin Hood is, you know, things like that. Clever. So I've never like seen them. I've just seen like the commercial. Well, only one of them has Brian Adams. Is the it's not even in the movie, it's at the end for like yeah. a montage, yeah. But yeah, well, as we make our way towards Valentine's Day, we continue to hear love song intros, love songs, yeah. I love well, it. Taylor, yeah, wow, what a week, yeah. Okay, this is dated news, okay. First of all, how big of an NFL fan are you? One out of ten, um, uh, it's my second favorite okay. of the professional sports. Did you pay enough attention to see the Chiefs? Bills game, in like the last three minutes, there was multiple touchdowns and then overtime. Chiefs Bills. Yeah, I thought it was Chiefs Bengals. Well, that was this weekend. Oh, okay. So the Chiefs beat the Bills to go to that game. Oh, okay, okay. And it went to overtime. Yeah. And it was controversial because I mean these rules are not new, but the Chiefs won the coin flip and then they won the game because at this point. Oh, because of over the each, overtime yeah, rules. Yeah, each team was just. Those touchdowns. are bad overtime rules. They are bad. They're not fair. No, they're uh, they not. They tried to change it, but they're still not fair. Yeah. So um, anyhow, this is the story that came out of that. You know, the, the Bills fans yeah. have this thing. They call themselves the Bills Mafia. 
And they are very um, often noted for doing charitable things together. Like they, they yeah. create online momentum and give to things. I've heard that, yeah. So after the Chiefs game, yeah. the Chiefs were down by a field goal with 13 seconds left. Okay. Got it. Mahomes drove. They kicked a field goal to send it overtime. Uh-huh. The Chiefs fans, uh-huh. by the thousands, got on and donated $13 to Josh Allen, quarterback of the Bills charitable organization which was a hospital wing i think in it for his grandma that's cool yeah i'm like what a productive way to use energy from a win for yes, the team that's really cool yeah and i didn't like dislike any of the nfl teams left um after the packers lost usually i have a lot of animosity towards some of them i did um want the buccaneers to lose because i didn't want tom brady to win okay why not, not? Why well not? it's not because i hate him like you do i just he yeah, i don't want him to win again sure so anyhow um, speaking of which, yeah, I raised a disappointment before the pre-show. Yes. So I have to admit, we've done this show a lot now, a year and a half. Yeah, every and, week. Um, well, we took some time off, but you know, you do this thing, and I, I interpret you doing it out of humor, but also out of some real feelings. Like you'll say, Shakira wrote the Harry Potter, Harry Potter series, right? Yeah. Shakira, so my favorite you, author. Um, of Harry and I understand why. I understand right. why you have objections to J.K. Rowling. Right. Um, that would be her turf stuff, okay? Her turfness, yes. Uh, similarly, you do not like Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, and so, well, we'll treat this separately in a minute, your tweet. Okay. Because okay. that's a fun debate, too. Okay. Um, but I was wondering, like, so sometimes I bite my lip when you say these things. Okay. And not because, like, I get where your objection is coming what from. What do you want to say? I don't know if bite my lip. I'm just like, well, I don't know that I'm like, we need to like not let her have attribution of her books sure which obviously that's superfluous right like and i understand you're doing that but like yeah. again there's real and it is like it's a joke but also like what if jokes sometimes become yeah. history you know <laughs> yeah you but know? like what do you mean this is my thing what do you mean do you hope she loses credit for writing the books um no i i think history should be as truthful as possible okay but i think it's funny to be like shakira wrote these books yeah and nobody's, like, going to have a backlog of my Twitter and be like... Well, I guess, too, sometimes you'll say, like, no, nobody buy Wizarding World stuff. I don't want her to get more money. Uh-huh. That, like, that's how you feel. It's because of her stance on turf stuff. You don't want her to make money. Yeah, I don't want her to make any more money. Okay. On, on a... Yeah. Yeah. On a platform. on about, Over... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Content that mm-hmm. is, like... um. Not perfect, but was formative to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't buy any of her stuff. I mostly let people live their lives. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah. I try not to buy anything. Um, so maybe this is the question I have. Okay. Do you not like her? As a human? Yeah. Well, I don't know her. Okay. So this is more of like a kind of an act of just your ethical code. Yeah. Okay. Because I know also, and I don't even need to ask, I know that you would say J.K. Rowling's made in the image of God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like a foregone conclusion. For sure. That's, like, I, one, that's like the first of the things yes, for me. Yes, and I know that about you. I yeah. think I'm wondering how that reality reckons with how you interact with her, I guess, professional career. Yeah. Well, making money is not the same as being created in the image of God. This one actually is pretty simple to me because she's already really rich. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and that's like the other layer that, I mean, she doesn't need the money. Right, yeah, so. Uh, so maybe another way I could ask it too is like, so I 
don't wish she would say the things she says that are <laughs> right sure things okay yeah of course um and i also understand that my proximity and promotion to others who have been hurtful affects people that i love sure right right yeah but i feel like if i had an opportunity to talk to her uh-huh. i would take it in a heartbeat and i would use that opportunity to ask her about the things she did that i loved and like i could i could set aside my thing for the opportunity to have that conversation yeah but i don't get that i don't feel that y- you would do that um i think i would uh i would try to sort of split the time right so like maybe i have a few questions about harry potter um, but I do make sure to address, like, also, like, I, what the hell? So just, that, like, let's, let's just stop? hypothetical. Yeah. Let's say she's really on the podcast. Sure. That would be so good. I know, this is what I know about you, too. I know that you'll never negotiate your convictions. But I also know that, like, in an in a in-person exchange, you would bring a set of manners that you maybe sometimes lay aside to make comments. Um, not that you're like on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like with my close friends. So would you use that conversation with her to be exploratory and to like, I really want to understand, or would you go after a little bit? Um, I think I would begin with being exploratory. And if it just seemed, I think at the end of the day, if I felt like there was a chance mm-hmm. that she was up to listening to what I had to say, uh-huh. I would take that opportunity. Okay. But if I asked some questions and she just like, immediately shut down i'd probably be like this is not a worthwhile yeah opportunity you know mm-hmm. why get in an argument with someone who doesn't want to listen to you probably isn't going to listen to you and who you might not ever see again well and i felt this a little bit when we interviewed david Thibodeau last year uh-huh i'm like and when i got to the questions about statutory rape I'm like, yeah i just I, I you've been kind to talk to us but i can't not for my own reputation in a public space cannot back down from the truthfulness of this right he was such a sweet man. Yeah, he was very kind. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but I do think that was important to ask. Um, and also, it's so, it's, it's one of those things that is so gross. Um, and also, and yet I can, you know, he kind of said when I met her, mm-hmm. um, I thought she was like 22 years old and then I found out she was 14 and it was this like yeah other thing and you think about what would you do in that situation especially if you did not have already like a strong moral choice made uh-huh. um I'm not like forgiving anyone who was there and said like hey these things are fine and okay but like it is a moment where I think you have to think about like your own actual like moral response you know what would you actually do? Because I'm certainly not going to be like, hey, you're the fuck. Ooh, sorry. Oh, no, I got to put an explicit sorry. on this one. You're the worst. Um, But like if you were actually in that moment, um, you would probably do the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if I felt like I would take that opportunity to be like, this is has to stop. Then it's not that I wouldn't still say to him, like, I think that's extremely bad. But it's like, it, it makes me frustrated. This happens to me pretty regularly. Um, when people are like, well, if I lived in 1967, yeah, like as a white person, I would for sure get it. And I'd be like one of the people who knew it was bad. And I'm like, you saying that makes me know that you would be throwing rocks at people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So behind the fire hose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, transition a little bit. Okay. Big news today. I yeah. mean, it was coming, but official Tom Brady retired. Yes. Yeah. Another sure. villain on your list. Yeah. Um, remind me again why you don't like him. Deflate gate. Oh, no, no. It was the, the, the President Trump support, wasn't it? Yeah. Him and um, Belichick. There's like a couple of, uh, there's that. And then there's a couple of like um, experiential things. Not to say that I know him, but like my experience of him in the world via like media and stuff like that. Um, that are harder to explain. And that in real life, I try to like be like, now remember, this deep feeling is not necessarily truth. It just is like a f- feeling you have. Um, but your reason has nothing to do with him winning so much. No, I don't care. You don't care about that? No, no. Okay. Uh, which is actually my reason. <laughs> that's why you, oh, that's why like, you I didn't actually, want him to go to the Super Bowl yeah, this year. Yeah, I am. Um, I, and I know it's very unpopular. I still think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback, yeah. even though Tom Brady has all these accolades. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay, so let's um, now transition to the Tom Brady tweet, just for fun. Okay. So you reposted a thing, and you said um, something absolutely not. The tweet said, is Tom Brady the GOAT, the greatest of all time? And I said, it, this is a very easy no. Well, and to for context, for listeners, the picture that accompanied it had all kinds of athletes, not just football yes, players. Yes, not just football So, like, players. is he the greatest athlete of all time, not just football player? Right. You were a hard no. No. I yeah. think I agree with that pretty easily, too. But I'm curious, like, who are some names you'd throw into that list? Serena Williams. Okay. Simone Biles. Okay. Um, you know, like, for me as a Cowboys fan, it's like, I like, it's an insane take, but I would say, like, Troy Aikman is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Okay. And... Dirk Nowitzki is one of the best athletes of all time. And I think you have to talk about Tony Parker. And Really? I, Tony Parker? I think Tony Parker and Dirk Nowitzki both, like, changed the game. Really? And so I think you have to throw – when you change an entire system – Well, I'll, I could maybe accept Dirk. Okay. Why, and, and the, like – Why Tony Parker? I don't know. I don't know exactly. And he didn't even play for the Mavs. I know. I don't know exactly why. Oh, my gosh. Brett would be so mad. Um, Marty always taught us, like, once, like, a Dallas team was out, uh-huh. that you rooted for, like, the next Texas team. Oh, really? Yes. So you had some Parker love? Yes. Uh, no. Uh, oh, I said Tony Parker, and I meant Tim Duncan this okay, whole time. Okay, I'm like, Tim Duncan way more than Tony Parker. Okay, okay. Like, Tony Parker? <laughs> yeah. That guy was a good this guard. Whole, this whole time, the goat? Tim Duncan. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I would say Nowitzki and Duncan, both in different categories, are top 10 all-time players for sure. Sure, sure. Dirk quite literally scoring. Um, right. And yeah. also his jump shot for a 7-foot-1 before Durant, I well, think. And, yes, and it's like... I mean, he invented it. Do you know? Not, not like he invented it, but like the particular. The way he played the position. Yes. It okay. is like um, that is now there are guards like or there are people all around the league in many different positions who are like they take that shot. They, do you know what I mean? Like, okay. So I'm going to go back now. Okay. Uh, Simone Biles for sure. Yeah. Uh, Serena Williams for sure. For sure. Um, Nowinski. I'll just say this. Okay. And. NBA analysts of all stripes yeah. did not have him in the top five conversation. Right. Do you think they're all insane or do you think you're biased? No, I think I'm biased. Okay. But, I mean, obviously then you have to talk about, like, Michael Jordan. Like, you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think those people are – I think there are people in the league right now who are better quarterbacks than well, Tom Brady. Well, I think 
the thing about Serena and Simone that you have going for you is I think it's easier to make the case for an individual and individual sport than it is for a player in a team sport. Yeah, I guess that's true. But certainly Jordan is in that debate. Right. Um, Tiger Woods is in that debate. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, Muhammad Ali is in that debate. Yes. Yeah. I see. I'm in the, I showed my cards. I'm not even sure that I think Brady was the best quarterback to play the game. Right. Much less the goat of the football game. Yeah. But I'm also open to the arguments that he is, including his seven Super Bowl rings. Sure. That's very compelling. I rewatched the um, that Atlanta Super Bowl fourth quarter, which I think was his. Oh, yeah. His crowning. Key, yeah, that was his best win ever. Yeah. But, um, you know, also, like, it, the thing about his seven Super Bowls is there was, like, one play in at least four of them where it co- totally could have changed the outcome. Yeah. Which is true of a lot of games. Right. But, I mean, he was four plays away from having three Super Bowls. Right. Um, again, then on the flip side, you could have said if Eli Manning hadn't gotten away in that scramble and Dave Tyree caught that football off his head they would have beat the giants that one time too right, so yeah. it goes both ways so um like that atlanta game though julian edelman he had that amazing catch but it bounced off the hands of a falcon defender first mm. and it should have mm. been an interception right marshawn lynch should have scored a touchdown and they shouldn't have thrown the ball against the seahawks right um they handedly beat the rams i mean it wasn't close but he didn't win that game at all that was the defense right um so i don't know i'm showing my bias here yeah goat but I feel like, so then it feels pretty easy to me to be like, truly, it seems like an easy no. Yeah. He is not the greatest of all time. Do you no, know what I mean? I, I agree. I don't know who I would give that to, though. I think it's hard to know. Well, and I, and think, I think it's... You ca- there are people you can make arguments for. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not a soccer fan, but people say, what, right. Messi? Yes. Yes, um, right, exactly. And I think the another disadvantage that women have is that um, the just the exposure and marketing. Right. Even sure. within their craft, they don't get that. So like mm-hmm. Jordan, part of Jordan's legacy is his advertising career. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, he invented kind of the global athlete. Mm-hmm. And so... And he's, that's what I saw someone a take the other day that was like, Michael Jordan's going to fade into the like debate and the conversation the way that everybody else does Mm -hmm. like he's not actually that good or whatever and someone was like yeah okay and then what are they all gonna wear on their feet to play the game like he's not going to fade away because he has inserted himself in like so many spaces well there are other sports that wear michael jordan brands right yeah i mean it's insane yeah exactly so Hmm. it is interesting and all that stuff is interesting. And we are coming into like a new generation of athlete um, that's much more sort of like purpose driven, much more justice driven, much more like I'm not just going to have a charity sort of as like a tax thing, but like I am interested in like right. helping people and caring for people. Mm-hmm. I saw, um, no, I don't think it was Peyton Manning, it was like somebody else on his team though that it's like they had like um oh do you ever watch the pat Ma- or listen to the pat mcafee well i know what pat mcafee show is now but i actually haven't watched a single episode i just watched um they he signed like a i don't know 35 billion dollar con no it can't be that i bet million million i don't know it might be a billion contract with like not it, spotify but it wasn't a billion. it's not billion <laughs> okay um <laughs> um with some other place and he did a whole show because he you know he played he was a professional was a kicker, kicker for, for 
a couple years Mm -hmm. and truly also like left the league and was like this is not worth it like i made a bunch of money but like i i am putting myself in danger to kick a ball do you know what i mean yeah and uh but when they made this when they got this new contract he talked about how much money he gave to like all of his hometown like athletic teams and to all of his employees and to um because he played on that team with manning manning I i don't know i can't i've only ever started paying attention because of the aaron Rodgers stuff this year oh because he has shit to say Oh my God, what is wrong with me today? I don't know. Double explicit. No, he's the one. Aaron Rodgers has been on his show every week all season and made all of his stuff. And they're, but they're like friends. But yeah. Aaron Rodgers keeps going on his show and saying like kind of crazy slash revealing things. Well, this is also interesting given our prior discussion, uh-huh. which is the ability of an athlete to kind of make somebody through marketing. Uh-huh. Like Pat McAfee got that deal because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, um, let me think. It must have been the last year Matt Rule was here. Uh-huh. And um, Game Day was here. Uh-huh. And he was on Game Day. And this was like the beginning of his business. And they, um, like he was talking about how they just said yes to everything. Like all of them decided like, yeah, if we get invited somewhere or if we can make a, you know, like we will fly three times a week to be at all the places we need to be at. Anyways, so he was on Game Day at Baylor. And they were sailgating. And he just jumped off the boat. And you could tell everyone that was like a Waco person in the shot was like, no. <laughs> Wait, who jumped off the boat? Oh, he did that? Yes, he jumped off the boat into the Brazos River. And <laughs> I remember somebody did that. I didn't know who yes, Pat McAfee was at the time. Yeah. And so um, he just. Some people make their notoriety known through being a clown. Yeah. Well, that's what my brother had us watch this YouTube video where he described all the money. And it's like. They did show that clip, like, I think to him and to their business, it was like yeah, a, a big moment, you know? But, uh, like, you can just tell in the clip that anyone who's associated with, like, Baylor or Waco yeah, is like, not like bad, I- bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> well, <laughs> I always tell people when I was a park ranger, this is a jumping topic now, sorry. No, we don't. Um, and uh, we, one time the river got really low. Uh-huh. really low i've never seen it that, and like it exposed cars in the river that didn't know yeah well they just pulled out another car with, uh, this is uh graphic but had a body in it that they identified as missing wow but um that stuff's in that river yes <laughs> and it's that's not, not even the worst of it it's not a good place also i think over by the stadium it's like four, well, it's like, four yeah. or five feet deep i don't think it's like oh it's i didn't know it was that shallow yeah well pat mcafee Congratulations. Yeah. Anyways, Tom Brady, Tom I don't Brady. care that he's won so many times. Yeah. I think I just care that. Yeah. I think for me to be like the greatest of all time, you have to have a certain je ne sais quoi. This is a thing we disagree on. Yeah, right? we do. It's the Heisman debate. Right, yeah. Well, hey, guess what? What? Um, a question for you. Okay. Why do people per- post their Wordle scores that aren't good? I do not know. Four out of six. Yeah. I do not. I think four is fine. I know, but that's average. I think four is like the last one I would post. I wouldn't post a four. You wouldn't? I get fours all the time. Yeah. I did this week not get my first Wordle. You did? Yeah. Like at all? Yeah. Yeah. Perky. What did you say? Perky. Perky. Such a dumb adjective. (laughs) Why is that a Wordle? I got, um, 
I normally get between three and four, I feel like. Wow, that's good. I feel like four. I actually added up my four. So, well, sometimes five. Four actually. is my average. Okay. So I had some twos. Yeah. I think one, two. I got one, two, one two, time. Two threes. Well, it was Shire. I somehow just got Shire. Yeah, well. You know, there's a, um, there's like a, a, a antithesis site. I don't know what you call it. Another site called, this is the name, like it's improbable or in whatever, a plan Wordle, Ertle, that, mm-hmm. mm. and you can go as many times as you want and play as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. But, like, the words are so hard. Oh. And then you get the word and it doesn't look that hard, but it's like it'll have two consonants and an odd vowel. Something weird. Yeah. Like, it's got, like, a Q or an X or something. Well, and there's that stuff, too, but, like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Did you hear that the guy who started Wordle sold it? The Times. To the Times, yeah. Yeah. It People better, are mad. If it's not free anymore, I'm done. Sure, yeah. I won't I don't it. think the Times will make it unfree because they know they'll get a huge... People, like blowback well and if they start charging somebody will make a generic version and another for free but did you hear that he made it for his uh partner wife spouse maybe husband i think it's a woman though he made it for her because she really liked word games yeah i didn't hear, then, I, I saw something about romantic story of wordle and, and then he shared it so he shared it with her and then I think people were like, that's so fun. Can we play? And then yeah. it just got shared all over the Do you the ever internet. play Mastermind, the game? Mm-mm. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. So you have these pegs that are colors. Mm-hmm. And you, the challenger, mm-hmm. or challengee, I don't know how you say it. Right. You set it up under a hood. So they the posing, and then they guess. And then you put white pegs on the side of that row if there's one in the right mm-hmm. position and color. Or mm-hmm. a black peg if it's just the right color or vice versa. Okay. So it's, it's basically Wordle. Yeah. Co- colors with pegs but it was like the first oh interesting right thing in right spot right thing in right spot and then right thing in wrong spot yeah mastermind with letters is what word it was yeah taylor yeah i don't know why you would post i don't post my scores ever okay even my twos which are worth bragging about you don't do you see sarah bessie got she got one guess was mount and it the, was mount yes she got one it was one would you post it if it was one? Yeah, I'd post it as one. <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't, you cheated. That was my, I don't think she really cheated. Right, of course. But I'm like, what? And who thinks of mount the first word? I don't know. Um, there's people on TikTok always telling you, like, what word you should use first. Yeah. Like, I've, they're I've like linguists and da 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 Yeah, I don't. I, I did. I used one of the O-E-G? words. Well, it's like later. Yeah. Which is like, why? That's a normal word. Later? L-A-T-E-R? L-A-T-E-R. Okay. Well, we're a little sweep in the nation. Yeah. Hey, uh, in our ongoing debate about if you don't like Amazon, don't buy stuff from them. Sure. I have a story about the power of capitalism for you. Oh, great. And I think an actual form of protest that I think is worthwhile. Okay. Have you been following this Neil Young, Joe Rogan story? I have. Spotify? Yeah. So, to me, this is perfect. Right. If you have a platform in power... The way you do that is you make people make a choice about money. That's how you do it. Yeah. They've lost so much money already. I'm very surprised that they... they, have? Yeah, like $5 billion. No way. Their stock went way down. Oh, their stock did. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there's no way people were buying $5 billion of Neil Young music. (laughs) (laughs) But I also saw that um, Joni Mitchell... Yeah. Follow suit. No, but here, there you go. That, that's power. That's how you do it. Yeah. You hit them in the pocketbook. That's yeah. how you enforce change. Sure. Really curiously, really curiously too, Joe Rogan, have you seen this? No. He's like expressed regret and he's like, I didn't realize my words were going to, I don't know. It, it, it would seem sincere from him, which that may be moot. I just thought 
wow, I didn't know Joe Rogan would ever backpedal on anything. Well, the thing about Joe Rogan is um, he's had the podcast a long time. Mm -hmm. And it did used to be kind of like middle of the road until the pandemic. Okay. I didn't know him at all really before. I don't really know him. And I could be wrong in my assessment, but it was like people of all stripes kind of used to. Like, I do like, feel like I did have a perception that his listening base was larger. Right. Um, and so I, it's, I hope he means that. Do you know what I mean? That he's like, yeah. I did not realize that I was, Yeah. that like my actions were making such an effect mm-hmm. that people are boycotting me. Um, so I hope he really feels that and can, he's a, I mean, he's a charismatic guy. Like people listen, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so it's I don't like, understand. I don't understand how his celebrity being obscure what it is like i remember when i first like i kept seeing his you ever seen his podcast thing it's like got a that eye in the middle of the forehead kind of thing and it's yeah the joe i Ro- think i've seen rogan it experience yeah. and I'm like who's joe rogan and then i read up he's the fear factor mma fighter he's like yeah. one of these kind of been famous for a few things but never really famous yeah and then the podcast really took off and now the yeah it's weird yeah well you know that uh, spotify bought his podcast for a hundred million dollars Yes. That's why I didn't think Pat McAfee got $35 because right. Joe Rogan was He probably one. didn't. <laughs> I bet $35 million, though. Yeah. I which is so. still amazing. And he still, I mean, he talked about all the money he gave away, and it was like so much of it. You oh, know what wow. I'm saying? Another socialist plug for you. Like every, <laughs> like, yeah. Like everybody, he gave everybody like $250 million or. He didn't give anybody that much money. <laughs> I know, because you are right. Okay, I'm going to look it up. This is if we were at my house, we'd have Alexa do this. Okay, oh, well, yeah. um, I have a really exciting update for you. Okay, I'm excited. So last week, I was we recorded, of course, after Staff Fun Day. Yeah. And I had informed people that um, I had lost my AirPods, and I was bummed about that. Yeah. Well, guess what happened? What? A listener, <gasps> Mr. Harris Bechtel, <gasps> uh, got together with his family, and they talked about, okay, who has updated their stuff and who's got things laying around, and a child... Avery Lake yeah. went ahead and said, hey, I have second generation uh, AirPods I don't use anymore. I'd be glad to give them to Josh. Oh, my god! So I got replacement I, uh, AirPods, which should be in my mailbox right now, from Avery for free. That's so nice. I know. So thank you, Harris, special listener. Yes. Thank you, Avery, for yeah, we've, we've listened our We've listed some of our listening base. Yeah. Over the past few weeks, I don't think we've mentioned Harris, but well, and, he is um, a good listener. Look, look, look what the it was either this or community is doing now. <laughs> we've moved into Acts chapter two stuff now, where yeah. we're meeting each other's fiscal needs. We're basically the sharing. Bills Mafia. <laughs> we are the Bills Mafia. Same. So we're gonna call our listeners. <laughs> the the either, Bills Mafia. The either the either Mafia. Okay. Um, well, we truly are appreciative listeners, and yes. glad that this thing translated into. Um, this this really surprising fun thing for me. Yeah. Well, I have one more um, thing before quiz, commercial, and main topic. Um. Okay. Here's the latest update from the simulation. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Were you in the service uh, either a week ago or two weeks? I think it was two weeks ago. Not yesterday. Um. When I talked about Lindsey Graham. Yes. Being hypocritical for his very explicit. This should be the rule on Supreme Court justice votes and then flipping that. Yeah. Okay. I was. Well, have you seen what okay. he said about the potential nominees so far that are Democratic, presumably, mm. even though justices don't have political stances? Wink, wink. Oh, what? He's all in favor of support of this. 
and very outright. So this is further proof that Lindsey Graham was listening to that sermon, which is just one part of one big simulation. Yeah. And like, we're going to mess with his head now. Yeah. Here's a news story for you. You said this. Now check out this. Yeah. What do you think? Um, uh, I think we're all being influenced by computers. No, no, no. The, the computers are being influenced by me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I am Neo. That's what I'm saying. I actually think it's the other way around. No. Okay. So then how did he respond to my sermon if it's the other way around? He didn't. He did. Somebody. He, was he is a bot. He is clearly a bot. Wow. He is clearly a That's bot. Not, yeah, neither here nor there. But yes. So he's plugged in. And $30 like, million dollars per year. And I think it's a five-year contract. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Pat McAfee. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We'll have to have him on with Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> yeah. And who, you said someone last week. Yeah. I keep, I've keep. i said a couple at this point. Lin-Manuel Miranda is the only yeah, one. Yeah. He always comes him. back. Yeah. we got to have somebody impersonate him <laughs> and just say they're going to come on the show. Yeah, if you have a good Lynn Manuel Miranda like um, impression, yeah. let us know. That'd be fun. Let's just do a whole episode where we have somebody play a famous guest. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, it is yeah. Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listener, okay. if you think you could be Lynn Manuel Miranda, yeah, or, you'll have to know his history good because we're going to ask you real questions. Yeah. Or any other. I'm, I'm, I'm open to any famous oh, person. Oh, speaking of which, guess what I'm doing Thursday night? What? Going to Hamilton. You are? Yeah, in uh, Fort Worth. The first best hall is great. Yeah. The f- um, Is this the first time you'll see it? Yeah. Never seen it. It's going to be overwhelming. You're going to be overwhelmed. I'm going to be hopefully not disappointed. Remember, I don't like singing. I'm just there they for the They don't really theaters. sing. It's like rapping. Okay. Well, I would call that singing. It's hard to... <laughs> mm. It's hard to keep up with. Okay, that's fine. I think you should read the I, summary or something. I am... Um, I'll I'll use the there's an app you can watch the words go by. Okay. I'm okay. I'm just gonna do that. That'll be great. Um, okay. Well, uh, but that's we were that. talking about um, Lindsey Graham and a simulation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to tell you why I'm simulated again. I'm just right. giving you the evidence to grow. Despite the fact that like our poll said that I was a real person and you were. Uh, well, we le- we left open the option that we are both sentient beings in the simulation. Okay. Okay. But we're still in the simulation. We're in the simulation. That was just a further exploratory question. Who is more likely to be a bot? Yeah. Wouldn't it be wild? This is some Westworld stuff. Okay. If I, in Ooh. fact, was a bot, but didn't even know it. Yeah. I thought I was a real person. That would be wild. That's like, did you ever see Good Guy, Cool Guy, the Ryan Reynolds movie? No, they're, you keep telling me about this. They're in a video game. And, um, like... I got to admit, I, when my appendectomy happened, uh-huh. I didn't see the insides of my my guts. Maybe there's some wires in there and yeah. some, some um, you know, some yeah. like durable organic mesh Yeah, that yeah. I think is my colon. But it's really yeah. these uh, sophisticated wires, Gore-Tex advanced based Maybe. medical products that they're simulating my digestive system with. Yeah, they're doing a poor, Or I'm just all on a computer chip perceiving all of this happening. Yeah, there is that. Did if, you see The Matrix Resurrected? Or yeah, we talked about it on the air. We did? Yeah. Remember I said it's oh, feminist. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Lana, I do remember. Lana uh, Wachowski transitioned and now the hero is the, oh, the heroine. A woman. Yeah. yeah Trinity. Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. Interesting. 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 Did you see it since we talked? No, I haven't seen it. Oh. I don't go to many movies um, HBO right plus. now. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, there's a few. Hey, have you seen this um, movie, the new cartoon that everybody's breaking records? The songs are breaking records. Encanto? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I need to see that. It's so good. My kids saw it. They didn't like it. Like, they didn't dislike it. They're just like, meh. I think they might be the wrong age. I think a little more adult. Is that it? Um, or is it? They're too old by the time they saw it. I think they're like, it's like kind of both. I I've think heard they it's were about like don't little... shun the prophet. Who? It's like don't shun the prophet within your community. I've seen articles about that. I think. Sure. Yeah. That's one of the things it could be about. Okay. I think there are people who think it's about, um, well, that's one of the things it like is about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also I think you could say it's about like family trauma, generational trauma and like breaking chains in your family and in your community and. Wow. Um, it's getting to the point um, where I'm going to need like a social work degree to see the Pixar movies, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes, I Aaron, do know. Aaron Alban Hill and the C3 one's going to have to help us. I think you'll get it, though. Okay. Well, there's that. That's um, that's what I got on my, my we, weekend roundup here. Do you have anything? Well, did you hear that the song from that movie? It was like, it is the number one Disney song of all time. Yeah, that's what I was saying about breaking records. Yeah. Like it. In like five days or something, it like sprung past Frozen. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I love that. I think it's TikTok that does that. Well, TikTok is an influencer. Yeah. Several influencers. Yeah. All focused on the same thing. Well, I have to. Um, you know what song I really liked? What? I mean, they're all so catchy. I like that Moana song. We had this really, it wasn't intended to be powerful, but it was. So we saw that with the kids at Hawaiian Falls and sitting in the. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. The wave pool at night, you know? Yeah. And like, it had been out for a while. My kids had even seen it, I think, a few times. But that song came on and like two, three hundred kids. In is unison. it the one at the end? Well, that song. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, da. They like sang it together. Yeah. It was like a choir. It was it was, oh, it was beautiful. I got the heavy jibbies. I know. Choral singing is like so beautiful. Well, and especially because it was kids and they didn't know each other. It was unscripted. Right. They were just singing. But like, boom, music drew them together. The end of that movie is also like just really, really powerful. Yeah. You've talked about like in that volcano song. Yeah. Where she redeems the lava lady. Yeah. Gives her a heart back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Not just like really meaningful. I can't think of any of the words right now, but yeah. Okay. Also, well, I thought about, I, I might have told you this, but in Eternals, it's like the celestial who's trying to come out and be born. Yeah. Is Tiamat from like the Gilgamesh. Epic. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Good memory. Yeah. Well, I think I thought about that the other day. It's, it's been a like, hot minute since I've seen, uh, been in Old Testament classes. Yeah. <laughs> Scripture's one. Yeah. It's just like, well, I find the Gilgamesh epic, like, very interesting. It yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. It is a given that I believe the, well, here's one more thing for us. Okay. I want to see what your answer is. Okay. Um, David Dark. Sure. Post a poll on uh-huh. Twitter. Uh-huh. And the question is. To be Christian, this is not how he worded it, he worded it more eloquently, but it was essentially, do to be Christian, do you need to want everybody else to be Christian? Right. Do you see this? I saw, yeah. I, I commented on it. I so saw even your if you answer. Don't fo- I saw the tweet and then I saw your answer, but I don't really exactly remember. What would, what would your answer be to that? Yes, no, or this is um, fascism? <laughs> he always has a really obscure option like that. Um, 
like yeah like no that's fascism or something like that um yeah i think i would just be a no okay i want everyone to have a personal connection i believe humans are spiritual do you know what i'm saying and i want everyone to have a personal spiritual connection or like morals and ethics that guide their life i think we live better lives when we have those things Mm -hmm. but i don't think um i think the harm produced when you tell someone that the thing they've believed their whole life is yeah that's different though than an internal desire for everybody to be christian oh you think so yeah i mean uh, to me if the question is should i actively proselytize everybody i meet that's different than do i wish everyone was a christian yeah i mean in some ways i think life would be easier if we all spoke one spiritual language so in that way yeah yeah i think then this came out when we talked about my jesus sermon and staff meeting Uh i think i have a exclusivism in my theology that maybe not everybody else in staff does um yeah not necessarily in terms of salvation but in terms of truth yeah right yeah um yeah i think that that came up a couple few weeks ago well taylor anything else I feel like I, this has been, there have been so many good conversations. Yeah, well, we still got another one to get to. That I feel like I forgot all the other things I wanted to say. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I do have a time limit today, too. So oh, I sorry. Um, I, um, no, I don't have anything else to say in this portion. Okay, well, then guess what time it is. Time for a quiz. No, 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 Taylor. Quiz time. Not quite. Nailing. Sorry. I'm we're sorry. never, we're never going to beat that one time when the simulation is proving itself to us. Oh well, yeah. And unprompted. Was. Yes, we just unscripted. Died. We nailed it. Uh-huh. Okay, today in spirit of rom com, the spirit of Valentine's Day. Okay. Spirit of all things love. You have a rom rom com quiz. Now this is such where I have to type in the answers to check your answers. Okay. But I think between the two of us, we can know for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. The way the quiz works is that I give you names of couples. Okay. Um. Like famous couples? Yes, this this list um, is exclusively heterosexual. Okay. So I'm naming that. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, apologies. Uh, that is not more that, diverse. Sure. Okay. Feels fine. Uh, I will name the couple. You tell me the wrong con. Okay. And sometimes there's two, and I'll say two, and then I'll give you the name. Ready? Okay, yeah. Will Smith, Eva Menenda, Mendez. Um, Hitch. Yep. Okay. Julia Roberts, Richard Gere. My best friend's wedding. Okay, and? Oh, there's another? My best friend's wedding. No, she's not. They're not in my best friend's wedding. It's someone else. It's not Richard Um, Gere. Oh, which movie did you say? My best friend's wedding. Oh, yeah. No, that's Charlize Theron, isn't it? No, it's definitely Julia, but it's another. Yeah. Somebody else who we can talk about. I think it's McDermott. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, Okay, okay, wait. Richard Gere. Oh, um. The one where she's a hooker. Yep, that's what I was saying. Roy Orbison. Um. Oh. What is that? What pretty is, woman. Pretty woman. That's okay. Right. What's the other one? The other one is what you were thinking of, and it's close to that name, but it's different. You, those reasons you're thinking wedding. Oh. Uh, um. Was he in Runaway Bride? Runaway Bride. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is that? Is, were they both in that? 
I don't remember because there's a bunch of people in that one. I Doesn't like. I? They, she's like a journalist who writes about somebody running away at weddings, and then she herself maybe is gonna. Or, no, she is a runaway bride. And, she runs away. All and the he's time writing about her, and they fall in love. Maybe yeah. It's almost a Hallmark movie. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen, Catherine Heigl. Twenty-seven dresses. No. Nope. I'm having a baby. Yeah. Knocked up. Knocked up. I was like, yeah, something about everybody. okay. Ooh, three of them. Ready? Yeah. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Um, Sleepless in Seattle. Yep. And You've Got Mail. Yep. And... I don't know if you'll know the f- other one. It was earlier than those. Oh, I don't know then. No, I don't think I'll Joe know. versus... And the gorilla? The volcano. The volcano. Joe versus the volcano. I think that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. Such a great... They both won Best Actor at the Oscars for this. But they did not win Best Picture. How old are they? They were um, already older. There, it was in 1997. Okay. I know that. It's like, what were you doing or something like that? Um, yeah, it's um, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Yeah, they won Best Actor and Actress, and then Titanic won everything else. Ah. And Kate Winslet like is famous for like about yeah. to getting going to get up because she thought she won. <laughs> and then it was Helen Hunt. Yeah. All right. Two. Helen Ready? Hayes. Yeah. Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Um, how to yep. date a guy for 10 days? Lose. Lose a guy How to lose days. a guy in 10 days. Yep, that's one of them. And then the other one, it wasn't as popular. I'd be surprised if you knew it. The wedding one with Anne Hathaway? Uh, no. Okay. Um. I'm curious what that movie is. It's like they're best friends and they get married on the same day. Oh, I, I never saw that. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's like kind of a, aggra- like they get kind of mean. Yeah, no, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay, ready? I don't think you'll get this one. Okay. Do you remember Fool's Gold? Um, yeah, I have never seen it. Yeah, see. But like I have a memory. I think that's her. I okay. Think I Like I said, I have to type these in to check them. Okay. Uh-huh. Drew Barrymore, okay. Adam Sandler for three. Um, I lost all my memories. <laughs> 50 First Dates, I think that's called. <laughs> okay. Was that, is that it? I'm guessing because I had the same thought. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because she doesn't remember the first date since so 50. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know that I know these. I don't know them. 50 first dates. Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler. I don't know. We'll have to come back to that one. Yeah, we will. Okay. Julia Roberts, Hugh Grant. This is a good one. We watched this on my birthday this year. <laughs> I don't think Lindsay I and I were in a little cabin that yeah. didn't have internet. Oh, and there was so a little fun. VCR and they had movies. Hugh, or DVD, I think. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I can't think of it. I like definitely know it, but Notting Notting Hill. Okay, that's right. That's right. Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I can't think. Um, I think that it was. Uh, isn't it Long Came Polly? Okay, yeah, I never saw that. Uh, just show this in church recently. Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. Um, my mom is mean. Yep. Monster-in-law. Monster-in-law. Okay. Ellen Page, Michael Sarah, Elliot Page. Oh, uh, Juno. Yep. Uh, Jack Black, Gwyneth Peltro. Oh, this Shallow is... Shallow Hal? Yes. Okay. Kevin Costner, Rene Russo. I'd be surprised if you know this one. I don't know. I've not seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's Tin Cup. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's about golf. That. Mike Myers and Nancy Travis. I don't even know who that is. I don't know. Is that Wayne's World, I'm wondering? Oh, maybe. Is she that actress? 
Yep. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell. I can see him on the cover of the movie, but I don't know that I've actually seen it. Yeah, I can't. I can't even see him. I can't believe I can't get the Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler ones. I'm going to be thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> Fifty First States. I just think of what has Adam Sandler been in. Right, exactly. There's that one. Wasn't Drew Barrymore one called Never Been Kissed? Yeah, but Adam I think Sandler's that was, that was Michael Varton, I think. I don't, it's um, maybe like Freddie Prince Jr. or something like that. Like it's. Gosh, where is Siri when we need her? Right, I know. Alexa, I mean. Hey, Siri. She doesn't, does she? What movie is Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler in? Oh, the wedding oh. singer. What was the other one? Blended. Blended. Never saw it. Ask yeah. Siri, what movie were Bill Murray and Andy McDowell in? I don't think she wants to answer your question. Hey Siri, what movie were Andy McDowell and Bill Murray? Bill Murray in. Here's one of their movies. Groundhog Day. Oh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. It's a famous one that people talk about. I've never seen. Well, you did really good on your love quiz. Thank you. Yeah. No. Siri, thanks, Siri. Siri, we'll appreciate you. Thanks, Siri. Well, Taylor, guess what time it is? Time for our sponsors. Taylor. Yeah. Well, did you go to lunch today? (laughs) I did. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to Sonic, actually. Guess where I went today? Where'd you go? Alpha and Omega. Yum. Unfortunately for those restaurants, neither of those are (laughs) sponsors. Our sponsor today is a place you've told me to go, and I still haven't been for lunch. Tove told me to go, knowing how cheap I am. Where did you he go? He said Where I could get a it? delicious pair of tacos for $3 each at Guess Barbecue. Guess oh. Barbecue. The barbecue place in Waco that put us on the map. It did. The top 50 barbecue spot yeah. in the state. The place just outside of town is also on the, on the well, I've heard this now. 50 map. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll contact them about being a potential sponsor, too. Yeah. But they didn't pay for this spot. Guess Barbecue did. <laughs> and that's because you can contact them at 254-313-3436. Go to guesstogo.com to look at the menu. Or do the best thing yet. Just without knowledge, but our word. Drive on over to 2803 Franklin Avenue. Yeah. Stop in. Opens at 11 weekly. Okay. Or daily, I mean. Okay. And um, you're going to have the best lunch you ever had. They have a good weekend brunch. Go to weekend brunch. Don't miss the brunch opportunities. Never met somebody who said, ugh, the food's not good at guess. Just doesn't <laughs> never, happen. Never. Truly never. And we're back. Yeah. Well. Okay. Taylor. Let's explain this to listeners. Okay. I have not been prepped on the main topic. No, not at all. So, if we have to edit me, it's because I didn't know. Well, yeah. Here we go. You have a TikTok video for me to be a prompt. Um, I don't have the video. Okay. But I'll just explain it. Well, don't you think it would be better if I saw the video? Well, sure. Start better. explaining it while you bring it up. Okay. Um, okay. So, I don't pay attention to, like, famous Christian... Oh, is this it was Sean Fucht? No, no. Oh, okay. He's no, no, what I'm saying is I don't pay attention to f- famous Christian, like, social media. So I don't... Oh, shh, shh, shh. Be so quiet. Please don't talk. Um, uh, so, um, I don't know who these men are. I should be very, like, okay. clear. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um... But I saw this TikTok. It was very interesting to me. Okay. Because um, 
they both said things. I just, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it if okay. I'm being perfectly right. honest. Yeah. Um, if they, they both said things that I thought were. Uh, I guess it's it was the type of dynamic that it seemed like I would have agreed more with the guy who like spoke second. You know, sometimes it's like someone is speaking and then yeah. someone will come in and make a critique or whatever. Yeah. So um, it was from a sermon of this man who I've admitted I do not know. So I can't, I, you know, it's hard for me to give any background. Okay. But one of the things he said, what he said was like to learn to be a good neighbor or like to be a good neighbor is first to like be a neighbor is first to learn to be a neighbor to like the people actually around you. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Which I, if I'm honest, don't see anything wrong with. Um, and then this man came in and was like, no, this is like exactly what's wrong with the church in America. Like what you are supposed to do is be a neighbor to everyone. He talked about the Syrophoenician woman. He talked about the Good Samaritan. He talked about, you know, we are sort of commanded to care about everyone. Uh, as Christians, you know, not just the people who agree with us. Um, well, okay, you said you disagree or you agreed with that person. I think that feels obvious at this point that you would agree with that person. Which person? The second one. Well, I believe with I believe what he said, right? Like, I don't have I don't take issue with like the idea that we are also like that. I think it is we are compelled to care about people all over the world as our neighbors, you know? Okay. Um, so that's the rift. One guy was saying just care about people in your periphery. Well, the, I think the strange thing was, like, why he did not say only care about these people. Okay. He said, like, as we learn to be a good neighbor, okay, it is important to first care about, like, our literal neighbors. Yeah. Like the people who are sitting around you. That today. was the first guy. That was the first guy. The second guy's like. The second guy said, "Like, no, that's bad. We're supposed to care about everyone." Oh, I mean, I agree ideologically with the second person, but I don't think the first person would disagree either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like it felt very strange to me, to, like the pushback, the moment of the pushback felt strange because i was like this feels like a purposeful misinterpretation yeah you know yeah there's a lot of that that goes on these days <laughs> yeah. and so i guess i just wanted to hear you like what do you think about that and also how do you like when that happens what do you feel like is our impetus like well, what are we I supposed immediately to do? go into my pragmatic side which is let's do, let's do the thing that actually makes a difference Okay. Um, and so I think that while I agree with the ideology of the second video, uh-huh. it's kind of like what Dr. Tran was saying with the DEI stuff. I think uh-huh. under the layer of that, he agrees that the DEI is truthful. Right. But it doesn't work. Sure. what he would say. Right. So I think that it's true. Yeah, we got to care for everybody. But like if I have to limit that to my neighbor so I actually try something, that's probably more worthwhile Yeah. than a right theology about caring for everybody 
Well, and I, I do think that, like, I know some of it is, like, right my brain, because I'm a children's pastor, is so focused on, like, how do we make things, like, understandable and applicable mm-hmm. so that kids can, like, take them up and say, like, these are the things that are important, caring for your neighbor. And then, like, you know, maybe later down the road they say, who is my neighbor? And we talk about, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so, to me, it just felt really, like, what an annoying... And I don't think that man was trying to be harmful. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, so is your question more about the ethics of that second video? Or just about the content itself? Um, the ethics of the content. I think the content mostly. But also it's like... I think I would like to talk some about that impulse in general. To be like corrective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get really turned off by that. Yeah. Unless I know that they have the context and they are being generous and charitable to in the interpretation. Right. But, I mean, I don't think that can be done on TikTok if you have a minute. <laughs> sure. Or however long you get. I don't know. Do you get a time limit on TikTok? Um, you can do one-minute TikToks or you can do three-minute TikToks. Yeah. So that's my opinion is it's soundbitey. That's the way our world is geared now. Yeah. We do 240 characters in one-minute videos to get every kind of news. Yeah. And to be thorough and factual and thoughtful, it just requires much more space. So. And so I'm just always think, like, I think that the corrective is like a cheap shot. Yeah. It's like a, it's a platform thing. It's like, ooh, I'm being, this is, it's clickable. That's yeah. what that is. Well, and it felt to me like, why did you have to disagree with this man? Yeah. Like, why did you not like, yes, and this man? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. You know, and so not either or it's both and. Yeah. And yeah. say like, that is true. Because also it's like, I do feel like sometimes that's a problem, mm-hmm. especially in like the evangelical church. Mm-hmm. And this man was giving progressive vibes. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I felt like. It's all about clickability and contrarian is clickable. More interesting. Yeah. I just felt like he. Um. Like I said, didn't have to be critiquing. He could have been saying like, um, that's true. And also we have this compulsion to care for those who we can't see who are not around us. And to like keep their um, thoughts and rights and, uh, you know, whatever in mind. Like we are compelled to do both of these things. Yeah. Because I do think, I mean, he's not, he's also not wrong. Like, there's plenty in the canon that is, like, about caring for, um, uh, caring for the widow and caring for the orphan and caring for those who, like, you can't understand, um, the immigrant, caring, you know, like, people who are different from you. That's clear. That's in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that, like, to generalize this conflict, Uh this is why I think that the, epistles and the pastoral epistles are really important supplements to our new testament theology okay because well for example you have the the story of the um good samaritan right Uh and the the context of that is the lawyer's question who is my neighbor right and jesus recast it is um to whom should i be a neighbor right which is the second man's point Right. But to make the first man's point, you go to, I think it's it's definitely one of the pastorals. I think it's in Timothy somewhere. Mm. 
but they talk about like caring for the widow among you. Right. Um, right. And so once you start talking about the ethics of Jesus, they have specificity and they take a specific kind of shape that needs nuance within a community. Yeah. And to pretend that that's not the case and that we can always talk about ideals is just superfluous. Exactly. Which I do think is like an interesting part of where Christianity in America, evangelical Christianity in America, interacts with like power and capitalism and do you know what I mean that it's like well I really feel like we're called to care for people far away Mm -hmm. um but I don't feel like we're called to care for the people around us because like they made bad choices for themselves or they there's some reason that they're poor that they are addicted to drugs or that they are whatever I feel like that is a deep strain um sort of an American uh, evangelical Christianity and so it felt strange for someone to and this man was bringing it up as a good which I do think right caring for those around the world is a good if you're doing it if you're practicing it well or whatever um, but it can definitely not be a good do you know what I yeah. mean so it just kind of felt very strange well and I think this also exposes the the limitations of the law and the pliability of grace. Right. And how they can have the same spirit in common but be different methods. Right. Is because, the, you know, the both the, the well, I was going to say the second guy and the Good Samaritan are addressing issues of of limitation. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the first guy and the other thing are about thoughtful limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And uh, you don't be discriminatory in whom you offer graciousness to right. in terms of their personhood. Right. But you do be discriminatory in what's stewardship. Yeah. So, like, in a very practical way, we have benevolence funds at the church. Right. But we're pretty specific about who we will give that to, not because we don't want to help everybody. Right. But because what we've discovered is if word gets out that we do this thing as a policy, Mm -hmm. uh, communities in need just proliferate the message yeah and it, it's depleted in an instant right and there's no real good way to kind of and we don't have a way to like refill it or, or verify the the base of the need right yeah like you need a full-time social worker to kind of track the case study to yeah not not in terms of meritocracy or um right. earn but just in legitimacy like who really needs this and what yeah. are what how do we describe who needs something and you have to be yeah unless you're just yeah. have unlimited resources you have to be discriminatory about that right it's a hard reality but it's true yeah every nonprofit has rules for this reason yeah so um just made me think like about division kind of like for division's sake mm-hmm. do you know what i mean no that does it uh, feels a little gross to me having not seen it yeah. But I just encounter stuff like this all the time. Right. Let if me, I find it, I'll send it to you. Let me won't help the extrapolate you, throw you out there without context. Yeah. Until you serve my point. That feels very self-serving to me. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And I just think, like, we've talked some about in this season, I'm feeling, you know, very called into, like, uh, not like, I mean, like you said earlier, not like sort of giving up my beliefs for the sake of others or something, but like thinking, just having to think very carefully about like, um, 
Is this... I mean, yeah, what's the saying they say? Like in small things and... Oh. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. In essentials, something... Yeah. In a, yeah. In, yeah. Ch- something in charity, something in... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, in essentials... Charity and non-essentials, unity. Yeah. In some in. Yeah, what's that quote? Something else, yeah. Uh, freedom or something like liberty. I don't know something yeah. like that. Um. Just like. I've also been thinking about like how to. How to be effective? Do you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is not always the most important thing. Here it is, in essentials unity and non-essentials liberty and all things cha- charity. In all things charity. Which, this kind of goes back to our J.K. Rowling, Tom Brady discussion, too. Yeah. About how you would use a relational capital with them, given the the platform and the the moment. Right. <laughs> like, when they come on our podcast. When they come on our when podcast. They come on our right? Yeah. Because you're caring for more than just you and them in that conversation. Right, exactly. Yeah. And you're caring for them, even if even if you don't want to be caring for them. It's yeah. inevitable. That's hard. And I also just wonder, I feel like it's hard to steward a platform. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the blessing of not having one. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Thank you, 45 listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, how how do you make those choices? Do you know what I mean? About how to steward those things? About how to steward that moment. And like, because, you know, I I don't know. I don't mean to so division you know, with that man or whatever, but like if he has a platform and he goes after this other dude, yeah, then like all of a sudden there's more people going after that dude. Well, it, it, and again, it just feels very opportunist to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that I'm never. And the thing is I could on. be very wrong, right? Like that, the first dude who preached about like loving your neighbor just right around you could be a bad guy yeah you know he could be that's just like the reality of it but even if that's the case i'm not sure the right move is to go after take him. a clip of it isolate yeah. it throw yeah. them under the bus i think the right move is to invite them in the conversation yeah i think so too unless it's like there are people that yeah. it is like it's not right you know that it's not right like yeah you don't need the to. things they've said you know you just can know well and here guess where we are again where matt matt 18 yeah yeah, your here's, here's a strategy. Strategy. Right. What go did to you him. say? Strategy. Okay. Strategy. Yeah. I don't strategy. Know. Too many syllables. No, go to him by yourself. Go to him with a friend. Go with the community. Right. If not, cast them unto the devil so that they may be redeemed in the day of Christ Jesus. Right. Just that Pauline solution. Yeah. So. Um, so, but I do think that, uh, um, I don't know why this keeps coming to mind. But it does keep me thinking about, did you see the the clip with the smoothie guy and the young girls? Smoothie? Uh-huh. No. You didn't? No. Um, I was talking about it with Kathleen and Adair this weekend. But um, it's this clip that showed up on TikTok of him, like, yelling at these girls. Um, so it's like, a real guy. A real person. Okay. He worked for... Morgan something, some financial thing. Morgan Stanley. Yeah. And um, he is, like, yelling at them, 
being really horrible. He just keeps saying, like, who made the smoothie? Who made the smoothie? And they won't tell him, which is, I think, totally reasonable. Uh-huh. Um, and he um, throws a smoothie at one of them, like, at their person. Mm. And then is, calls them all immigrants in a derogatory way. Mm-hmm. And then comes around back to the kitchen and, like, tries to break in where they all are. Um, which is horrible. It's all well, horrible. Well, go to jail. There's no excuse. He immediately got fired. I don't think he went to jail. Um, but then, I mean, a thing you don't know in the clip is that, like, so the reason he's saying, like, who made the smoothie is, like, him and his wife and his son were there, and they asked for three, three smoothies, and one of them without peanut butter, because the little boy is allergic to peanut butter. Oh. And so somebody, you know, goofed, or I'd imagine, I don't think they would make it on purpose, but somebody goofed and put peanut butter oh, in yeah. all the smoothies. Okay. And so he's, like... His, I mean, they had to call the ambulance. The ambulance came to get okay, his Okay, so the context here. He's going to the hospital. And so... Um, the context. Nothing really makes up for behaving that way, right? For like... But the fear... Yes. Well, I was... I, it worked on me. The whole thing worked. I said he should go to jail. Yeah. I didn't wait for this context. The girls are like 14 and he's like throwing things at them he's being rude he's sort of being physically aggressive so it's like there's no excuse for that behavior um but the but the context is like it worked on me the whole thing that was great right yeah that was complex well i didn't know until i was talking to kathleen and adair and it's like he did get fired immediately he's like really rich white guy he will get a job yeah he'll be fine you know what i mean um and so um, yeah, I think maybe uh, obviously he's functioning on fear, right? Which can make you act very rational. I, I think it that's wasn't definitely like I had a hard day at the office and I'm pissed and I'm going to take it out on you. It's, it was like, what if my son dies? Right. Um, and so it is um, interesting, and also the girls are being combative, which is an interesting take because they know that the son is being rushed to the hospital. Well, and the, I go back to the detail about the the race stuff though too, or the the immigration stuff yeah like, right exactly I, I mean i would hope in my most desperate hour yeah. there would be some manners mm-hmm. that i abided by right and so they um and he i mean clearly is like being physically like it's trying to come. yeah i wonder if he gets to the hospital his son's okay and he the remorse sets in Yeah. Well, and they said they had obviously given him like the corporate information and he was like. So, but if he's got time to get corporate information, then he's not worrying about his son dying right next to him at this point. Oh, no. He, the son and the wife are gone. Yeah. See, then I'm kind of like at this point, if it's been long enough, they're gone. I'm on my way to the hospital. Yeah. I've lost all interest in who made the mistake. I'm like making sure my kid's alive. Yeah, but I think that's person to person. Yeah. I don't have kids, so I can't really, you know what I mean? I feel like that is a specific feeling. Um, I could see like, and maybe I'm being really idealistic about myself. Sure. I could say like, returning to the thing, saying I need to speak to the manager. Right. And like sternly, but qua- not loudly saying, hey, this happened and this is a really big problem. Somebody right. could have died. Yeah. And I want to know what kind of accountability mechanisms are going to be introduced. Right. I think that's all reasonable. 
Yeah. But <laughs> throwing stuff and yelling. Like yelling and, and throwing smoothies. Yeah. And... yeah, but you know, again, I really appreciate this example because you had me hook, line, and sinker, and then you give this detail, and all of a sudden this compassion yeah. like, enters. It is interesting, and it's interesting where that comes from. Like, is that – do you feel like that is ingrained, or do you feel like there are people who work at it? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I think, well, the, the rotten part of me uh-huh. is that I vicariously had a way to connect with this story, which sure. is kid, right? Well, I don't think that's rotten. And um, what I've noticed, especially noticed about this, I think all the time about Luke 13, the Tower of Siloam, mm-hmm. which is who sin. Right. You know, do you think their sin made the thing fall? Whereas when I hear about events mm-hmm. or tragedies, mm-hmm. I can feel relief set in my body when I get the detail from the story uh-huh. that would excuse the scenario from happening to me. So, like, oh, okay. they had a prior condition. Yeah. Or they n- knew they shouldn't be in this place and they went there anyways. Or right. If I can have a reason to explain away. How it could happen to you. Yeah. Then I'm like, so it's the same thing. It's like, oh, he has a kid. I have kids. Right. I yeah. know what it's like to watch them choke on something. Yeah. Or, you know, that's it's terrifying. Yeah. And it's desperate. Yeah. Right. Of course. Um, it doesn't take long for us to get to our animal instincts in those those scenarios. Yeah. So, but I'm my point was if, if I didn't have a kid, yeah, and like I was a teenager who had a uh, retail job, right? Who would, also worked at a smoothie shop. Would I like be like, oh no, right? Like, you know, it's vicarious understanding. Even that though, I think is an interesting question, right? Like, what does it? Well, because it feels like right. So in this like TikTok question, it's like. That is a, applicable and appropriate in both situations, right? Mm-hmm. With someone near you and with someone far away that you should be able to be like, here's the thing. I do think it's like, um, it's not my favorite uh, question people or like prompts people give, but a lot of times um, someone will say, you know, if something happens to someone's, to a woman, Mm-hmm. And a man will be like, well, she shouldn't have been wearing that or something stupid. And someone will say, like, what if that was your daughter or what if that was your sister? Yeah. And as a way to like got, give entry into the story or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was trying to indict myself with earlier is the vicarious entry point. Right. Shouldn't have to be the case. It shouldn't. But I don't think it's like bad that it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Right. Do I wish that everybody could just be like, oh, that's bad that that woman was sexually assaulted and that nobody yeah. said like, well, what, you know, yeah, what was she doing or where was she or why was she out so late at night or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, of course, I wish that. But also, like, if people can understand, I think the entry point is helpful for getting people to a place. Yeah, that's true. Where they can just like understand it. No, that's I agree with that, too. So, well, we should have done that second video as the conversation piece, not the first one. I was way more taken with that. I got so much more emotionally wrapped up in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So, well, anyways, I do have to actually take off. Okay. So it was either this or da da da. What are we calling this one? Interesting. Yeah, thanks of TikTok. Compassion. We yeah. already did TikTok as our very first. I know, one. but that was way different. That was about understanding. Yeah. Gen Z's um, <laughs> a, a Compassion I like that So listener yeah. Thanks for tuning in Also sorry I guessed Yeah well Explicit rating on this one So <laughs> Alright 
All right. We will see you later. And we're now going to say bye. bye.